Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. It's no secret to anyone that COVID-19 has affected our daily lives in myriad very important ways, one of which is how we shop, much more online now than in previous times. Another way is what we can find when we do try to shop. Supply chain problems of all sorts are still a big issue in what gets manufactured overseas and how it manages to get into this country and into retailers' warehouses. Put those things together, and we're beginning to see retailers urging us to start our holiday shopping this year before we even go trick-or-treating. And alas, actual retailers are not the only ones encouraging us to click on this or that link or fill in this or that form. The fishers are also out in force. We're not talking about lobstermen here. Online fishing, spelled P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, is a term used for miscreants and lowlives of various sorts who are trying to get the rest of us to do something that we'll be very sorry about later. While it may seem somewhat early to be talking about being careful when holiday shopping online, we're going to do it anyway. And in fact, we're going to quote ourselves for part of today's program because the same problems come up year after year. This year, it is especially important to be careful. The Federal Trade Commission is reporting that in 2020, it got more than 2.2 million reports of various types of fraud, which cost people $3.3 billion billion with a B. Scammers will undoubtedly be out in even greater force for this holiday season, trying to get people's bank account numbers and other personal information that they can use in imposter frauds of one kind or another, or trying to get folks to order stuff online which those folks will never see, and generally doing their scamming best to screw the rest of us. So, What can we do to minimize our chances of being one of those people who file a complaint with the FTC this buying season? We know that this year it is likely that many more people will make online purchases than previously. This is a perfect opportunity for fishers to masquerade as online merchants or delivery services or payment companies so that they can convince people to click on a link in an email or fill in an account information or passwords to supposedly check on a purchase or a delivery. Once that's done, the innocent user can potentially kiss a lot of money goodbye and or expect to expend a lot of time and effort in trying to get the scamming situation straightened out. Instead of spending a lot of time and effort, though, there's an alternative. Just don't open phishing emails in the first place. Wait a minute, you may say. Didn't you just point out that these lowlifes are pretending to be legit companies? How are we supposed to know if we're missing a real notice of delivery or some important change to our online purchase order? A very fair question, and one that fishers are counting on users to ask themselves. So. Here are a few hints that we can use to save ourselves a world of trouble. The first question is, did I actually buy something from this company? 
In the holiday rush, we may see an email that's supposedly from Amazon or Target or Walmart or whoever that might say something like, confirm your order, or maybe order update. Before that itchy finger clicks on the email, ponder a moment and check, is the supposed sender's name spelled correctly, or does it have an extra letter or a misplaced letter that's easy to overlook with just a quick glance? If the sender's address looks the least bit incorrect in any way, don't open the email, mark it as spam, and get rid of it. Next, ask, did we actually order something from that company? If so, how long ago? The chances are, upon reflection, we might realize that we never did place an order with that outfit, even though it seems like a household name. One of the common phishing tricks is for low lives to pretend that they're the post office, or FedEx, or UPS, or Amazon delivery, and make some reference to a delivery problem in the subject line. If we've placed an order with an online company and haven't received it yet, our first reaction might be to automatically click on the email and see what's going on. But don't, at least until we can figure out if the message is legit. So, is the message from a delivery service that our retailer told us would be shipping and handling our product? When our item was ordered, the retailer indicated which shipping service they would use, when the order should arrive, and many retailers also provide a tracking number. If the supposed email is not from the proper shipping company, mark it as spam and get rid of it. Even if it is from the correct shipper's name, take a moment and go to the receipt for the original order and check if there's a tracking number on it or a tracking link from the original order. If there is, use that original information rather than opening the email. But suppose we can't find the original order receipt. What then? Should we just open the email message and take our chances? Well, that wouldn't be our advice. Here's what we would suggest instead. It requires an extra step, but it really is worth it. Most email programs have a way to show the real address that a message actually comes from. A clever crook can put almost any address in the sender line in an email, but it's much more difficult, though not impossible, to spoof an original IP address. If a person uses Microsoft Outlook as an email program, for example, by clicking once on an email message to select it, then right-clicking and selecting View Source, we can see the real address that the email was set from without opening it. And the odds are, if it looks the least bit dodgy, it will probably have some originating address that has nothing to do with the supposed delivery company or a bank or a retailer. If a user has a Google Gmail account, Look for the Show Original command in the drop-down menu under More in the right hand of the Gmail window before opening the message. Other email services will have something similar. Take a moment and find out how to see who is really sending that email message. Given the Delta variant, this is not looking to be the best holiday season for a lot of us. Adding identity theft, or another scamming experience will make it even worse. So, be careful going through that pile of supposed holiday email messages. 
We all have enough problems without turning our dollars over to some fraudster. And even if we are dealing with real companies, we aren't out of the shopping woods just yet in terms of getting what we intended to order. And we'll see why right here on future early holiday editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Thank you.